0: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. One more hour of basketball. We're excited that you're with us. We've got some uh, high school boys' games, girls' games to talk about. We'll look ahead at the weekend in college basketball, too. Right now, though, the man is going to catch you up on all those scores. He's the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's James Adams.
1: The Indiana Hoosiers got a big win, 74-62 to over the Minnesota Golden Gophers today, leading the way for Indiana. Mackenzie Mbako, he had a big game, 19 points. Here's head coach Mike Woodson talking about what he saw from Mackenzie tonight.
2: I thought he was aggressive right from the start. I thought our whole
0: team was aggressive uh, on both ends of the floor. Uh, he got some good looks early that he made. Uh, we, I ran a couple plays for him that he was able to, to knock shots down, and and the way they double team it, it opened him up on the backside as well to get shots.
1: On Tuesday, the Hoosiers lost to Rutgers. In that game, Xavier Johnson was ejected. Today against Minnesota, Woodson started Gabe Cups over Xavier Johnson. Here's Woodson talking about the decision to start Cups over Johnson.
0: I'm not gonna, you know, in-house stuff. I mean, again, I decided to go with Gabe and. Gabe came in and played extremely well. I thought the minutes X played were were positive minutes for us to help us win.
1: In the NBA, the Pacers win 126-108 over the Atlanta Hawks. Some games in progress right now, still the Utah Jazz over the Toronto Raptors, 77-56. And Denver Nuggets, they are up over the New Orleans Pelicans, 64-48. Earlier this week, Colts general manager Chris Ballard and Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson spoke to media Anthony Richardson talked specifically about if he needed to p- to change his style of play after an injury-riddled rookie season.
3: No, I don't think so. You know, uh, it's just a matter of me just just being out there and just learning when to get down, when not to get down. You know, some of the injuries were unfortunate, you know, like my ankle getting stepped up on, uh, hitting my knee on the turf really hard, you know, just stuff like that, you know, stuff that I can't control. Uh, but the ones that I can't control, you know, I got to prevent those, you know, like me slowing up uh, near the end zone, getting the concussion, you know, that was completely on me. And then, you know, uh, getting tackled, you know, I could not really prevent that. You know, I was trying to brace myself for it, and just, unfortunately, my shoulder just, you know, did what it did. But I don't think I have to change the way I play, you know, just being a little smarter when the time does come.
1: Richardson also spoke about wanting the Colts' number one receiver, Michael Pittman, back in the fold next season.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. You know, all of our weapons, you know. Uh, I would love to see the whole team back if, if it was possible but I know this this business is different but you know God's willing we, we can get them back and we, and we can you know be on the road to get a Super Bowl
1: Diving back into boys high school basketball, still a lot of scores coming in here. Park Heritage against Covington. Park Heritage wins 66 to 50, the final score in on that one. Penn beats Jimtown this evening, 35-31. Pike Central they took on Heritage Hills. Pike Central wins 56 to 55. Gibson Southern played Princeton. Princeton gets the 55-42 victory over Gibson Southern. Richmond and Muncie Central. Richmond 40, Muncie Central 32. Rising Sun and Milan. Rising Sun beats Milan 75-64 the final. Riverton Park against Attica. Attica loses 75-56. Salem and Scottsburg, Scottsburg gets the 82 to 31 victory. Seaton Catholic versus Liberty Christian 67-57 in favor of Seaton. South Central Elizabeth Elizabeth versus Crothersville, 67-35 for South Central. And South Vermilion beats Fountain Central 51 to 43. Quick look at girls high school basketball. Alexandria beats Elwood 66 to 11. Attica and Riverton park attica wins 47 to 24 blackford and mississinawa 39 33 in favor of blackford cascade beats cloverdale 62 to 30 edgewood they beat out owen valley 57 to 43 fishers beats brownsburg close game in that one 40 to 38 the final Fort Wayne-Snyder, they beat Homestead 60-52, and Franklin Central beats Avon 57-47. I'm James Adams for Network Indiana Sports.
0: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball tonight. New Palestine beats Pendleton Heights 57-54 from the New Pal Sports Network. Andrew Smith on the call of the game. Andrew, what a game tonight. Big conference matchup, a great atmosphere. Kind of feels like it's already sectional time the way this game unfolded.
4: Yeah, it really did feel like a sectional game, and these two are potential sectional opponents. as They're both in the Greenfield Central sectional this year, and it was a boys-girls doubleheader as well, so a packed house, great atmosphere tonight, and two very close games, and in the boys game, Pendleton Heights got up to a great start. Josiah Gustin, their six-seven center, had a big first quarter. They led twenty to six late in the first, but then uh, New Pal's Julius Gizzi had struggled early. Got going, he had a late three, and that seemed to kind of break the ice. And he scored uh, fifteen points in the second quarter, drew the Dragons within one, and then the second half was uh, just a back and forth battle with uh, Julius Gizzi. Leading the way for New Palestine, he scored 35 points tonight. And Seth Laravia for Pendleton Heights hit three big threes, and every time it looked like New Palestine was about to pull away, they'd get up four, Laravia'd stick a three. They got up three, he hit one to tie the game at 52. And then Pendleton Heights had the ball three minutes left. Moses Hain steps in, steals the pass, feeds Keegan Harrison for a layup, puts the Dragons ahead. Josiah Gustin answers with a putback for Pendleton Heights. But then with a minute left, uh, Julius Gizzy gets open off a set play under the basket, puts New Pal up 56-54. The Dragons got a couple of stops in the final minute uh, to win. So in addition to Julius Gizzi's 35 for New Palestine, that's his seventh 30-point game in the last eight Yikes. matchups uh, that uh, he is playing at a really, really high level. The state's third-leading scorer uh, LaRavia had 17 for Pendleton Heights and was very good. Josiah Augustine as well had 17 for the Arabians. And Pendleton Heights is much better than their 6-8 and eight record. Uh, Joe Buck back on their bench, and you can uh, see that they've really bought into his system and run it really, really well. And they're going to be a very tough out and a very, very loaded Greenfield Central sectional coming up in about a month and a half.
0: All right, so the pairing show coming up a week from Sunday. Tell me about the girls' matchup tonight.
4: Well, Pendleton Heights, I think everybody expects to be the favorite in that sectional, which they right. will host. And uh, Casey Warfel, their leading scorer, was limited early. New Pal came out in a box and one, and Allie Blum and Ella Holman did a really good job on her. She ended up with 21 points tonight but really had to work for them, and the Dragons uh, got off to a really good start. Vivian Miller, a senior point guard, Ended up with a career high 25. She scored 14 in the first half and hit a three to put the Dragons up by 17 in the third quarter. And then Pendleton roared back, went on a 16 to three run to draw it within four. Vivian Miller hit her second three point play of the quarter to make it a seven point game. And the Arabians never had a chance to tie the game after that Mm. until the final minute. Uh, New Pal and and Vivian Miller, New Pal's primary ball handler, fouls out with four and a half minutes to go. They had to, uh, to kind of do offense by committee, but made enough plays down the stretch. Uh, Kylie Brannick only scored four points, but they were four big points in the fourth quarter to help them uh, stretch the lead. And Allie Blum, their leading scorer on the season, had 12. She hit three big free throws late as well to allow the Dragons uh, to, to win it tonight, 52-48. So now Pendleton Heights has already clinched a share of the Hoosier Heritage Conference title. Newell, if it beats Yorktown in the season finale in a couple of weeks, can clinch a share of the HHC title as well, which is pretty solid for a team that graduated its all-time leading scorer last year and was really trying to find its identity with a new coach, and they've really done that and uh, are playing at a really high level right now, right at the right time when you want to. So is this kind of a
0: precursor of what that sectional might be on both sides, on the boys and girls'
4: sides? Yeah, I think on the girls' side, especially New Pal is uh, coming on and playing well. Pendleton Heights, I think, still the favorite in that sectional, especially on their home floor. Right. Julie Shelton always has Mount Vernon playing well at the, especially at the end of the season. They've had some injuries, but uh, and Greenfield Central has had a solid team. They have a shot as well to uh, clinch a piece of the HHC title and. On the boys' side, boy, what a loaded sectional that's going to be! Greenfield Central's undefeated, they're ranked. Mm-hmm. New Pal's nine and two. Um, they and Greenfield played a back and forth, close game back in December. Richmond is undefeated. Anderson has been ranked uh, this year, and then you've got a really, really good Pendleton Heights team as well that I think is going to be a very tough out. That may be the deepest sectional in Class 4A, and you can't overlook Muncie Central as well, but uh, I I think that's probably the deepest field any one of five or six teams could win that sectional uh, that's going to be played at Greenfield Central. It's going to have some real star power too with Julius Gizzy and uh, New Pal and Braylon Mullins at Greenfield and Josiah Gustin as well at Pendleton Heights. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, to watch that uh, sectional unfold here uh, in in a few weeks. Andrew Smith from the New
0: Palestine Network, New Pal and Pendleton Heights boy-girl doubleheader. The boys win uh, on that one. Andrew, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thanks. You too, coach.
1: Lots of scores to get through here in boys high school basketball. Bar Reeve and Lagodi, They've played each other tonight. Bar-Reef gets the tight two-point victory, 43-41 final score. Bedford North Lawrence and Mitchell. Bedford North Lawrence wins 64 to 55. Bethesda Christian and Indianapolis International. Bethesda Christian gets the 72 to 32 win over Indianapolis International. Bloomington North and Martinsville, 69 47 the final in favor of Bloomington. Brownstown Central and Silver Creek. Brownstown Central wins 82 to 54. Cascade and Cloverdale. Cloverdale falls by a score of 58 to 44. Eastern Green and Clay City. Clay City wins 39 to 36. Columbia City and Huntington North. Columbia wins 65 to 38. Columbus East versus Bloomington South. 47 46. Columbus gets the one point victory. Columbus North and Mooresville. 63 to 51. The final in favor of Columbus North and Cordon Central beats Clarksville. 63 to 50. 57 girls high school basketball. Western Boone and Frankfort. Western Boone wins 49 to 36. Trinity Lutheran took on Brown County and won 73 to 58 tonight. Tri-West and Lebanon. Tri-West wins 37 31. Northeastern and Knightstown, 67-23 for Northeastern. Northview beat South Putnam, 50-31, the final score in that game. Jay County versus Adams Central. Jay County wins 56-29, and Woodlawn beats Bluffton, 47-37. Send your scores in on X at IND Sports Talk. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams.
0: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk one of the uh, highly anticipated games every year, the Barreve Lagodi matchup this year, like any other year. It's a great, great game. These are two teams ranked highly in single A. Barreve number two, uh, Lagodi number nine. This one goes to Barreve this year. A very impressive win for Barreve over Lagodi tonight, 43 41. The head coach at Bar Reef, Josh Thompson, joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on a great win on, a I know, a game that's important to everybody in that part of the state.
5: Absolutely, Bob. Thanks for having me on tonight. Uh, yeah, great win for our kids. Um, you know, we got off to a really good start. We, we made uh, four threes in the first quarter and, and got up 19-9 to nine early. And then Lagodi made a run at us at halftime. Uh, we were only up by six. And then, um, you know, Dave Smith does a great job there with the Lions, first-year head coach, but he's got a lot of experience. And uh, Dave uh, is over there. He used to help Coach Butcher, and and he's got Mike Wagner as an assistant. And then my brother in laws the JV coach over there. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. And, and all those guys are, uh, you know, played for Coach Butcher or coached with him, and they do a great job with their kids. Um, but our guys, uh, I thought, really gutted one out tonight. Lagodi came back in the fourth quarter and took the lead three times. And our kids mm. uh, held court each time and came back and responded very well. Uh, we were led in scoring tonight by Seth Wagler. Um just a, a really good performance by him, both offensively and defensively. And, you know, he only has 12. And you know how these southern Indiana small school basketball <laughs> games go. <laughs> you know, 12 points is like, you know, I know the Gizzy kid and those guys are really good sure. up there. At right. but, but, you know, scoring 12 down here is like scoring 25 or 30 up there. But um, we had 12. And then Braden Nepp, our senior guard, 2nd league score. Uh, Braden Epp made some big baskets down the stretch for us. He ends up with ten, um, but I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Kendall Graber, uh, who had nine points for us tonight and made the go-ahead basket uh, to put us up tonight. And so, just a just a really good performance overall for the Vikings. But Lagoudi played really well as well.
0: You know, it's one of those games. You know, you've done this a while. You're, you're from that particular part of the state uh both teams have won state championships two of the more storied programs in our state uh i gotta believe that if you weren't there by halftime of the jv game there was no seat for you um uh, you, you need to be there
5: nope yeah when go they ahead pull the top rope when they pull those bleachers out at the top they jack butcher arena there's 4,500 seats there had to be forty-two to 4,500 people there tonight. And it was a it was a great atmosphere for high school basketball. Right. Anybody that says high school basketball is dead, they needed to be there tonight. It was a tremendous atmosphere. Our guys were fired up. Like I said, I think both teams can play a little bit better uh, than they right. played tonight. But, right. but I'll tell you what, between us and Lagodi and Orleans and some of the other teams in our sectional, uh, oh. March is going to be going to
0: be a, a deuce. <laughs> it, it, it is, and, and what what I like about the matchup is and people say, "Well, you guys, you know, you, you don't attack, you, you, you you're slow, and all that." Look, number number one, both of you guard he- the heck out of each other. Getting a good shot's been. a hard thing to do when you play one another. And secondly, Absolutely. in a game of this magnitude, you you want to take the best shot you can. You want to work as hard as you can to take the best shot
5: because is that important to you absolutely bob that 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 sums the game up so well because n- neither team was holding the basketball tonight. You know, no we they never do doing, right no we we were attacking throughout the night the was attacking throughout the night but just both teams just guard at such a high level but you know here's how the game ended tonight coach uh you know there's five seconds to go on a side out of bounds play and, um, you know, Lagode gets it in and we, we deflect it. And my nephew, who is Lagode's point guard, who played a tremendous game tonight, had 12 points for Ligoti late Leighton Jeffers, misses a runner at the buzzer. So you, oh. you talk about, you talk about, uh, you know, just your, your heart jerking both ways. Right, Obviously, right. I wanted our guys to win the game, but my nephew misses one at the buzzer. So anybody that oh. ever tells me that they have a conflict of interest and rivalry <laughs> game needs need <laughs> to come visit my household for a little bit. But uh, No, hats off <laughs> to, to both teams tonight. It was a tremendous basketball game there at Butcher Arena, which is just a great, great place to, to have a high school basketball game.
0: I can't imagine having my nephew. Number one, I can't imagine my nephew going against me, and number two, um, having it come down to that type of situation. Um, no,
5: it, was, it, was, it, it was tough, but I'll tell you, I didn't want it to go in. <laughs> no, uh, no, he, he's he's a really good player, and and uh, his his uh, dad, my brother-in-law, Josh. Was a really good player for Coach Butcher, and he's a JV coach over there at Lagodi, and they ended up winning the JV game tonight. But we'll take that varsity game. Our guys really competed well and did a great job, so I'm really happy for our kids tonight. All right, who's coming up for you uh, this next week? Well, I'll tell you what, we got the Buggy Bowl next Saturday, and that's a that's another huge rivalry uh, game for yeah. us. But I'll tell you what, right. we don't want to sleep on <laughs> Wood Memorial. Uh, you know, my old school that I used to coach at for five years, uh, they've been playing really well and been playing without their best players, the Bigham kid, uh, ever since the Princeton game at the beginning of the year. So we got two tough conference games coming up next week, Wood Memorial on Friday night and then the Buggy Bowl against North Davies on Saturday.
0: Well, tonight, Bar-Reeve beats Lagodi by two. A great matchup. Josh Thompson, thanks so much for the call, Coach. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you and your guys next weekend.
5: Hey, thank you, Coach, and always appreciate talking to you and what you do for Indiana High School basketball.
0: I appreciate the kind words. Thank you very much. Yikes, what a game. It's always a great game, quite frankly, and then you begin to add the the personal touch with the family relationships. What a great, what a great, great matchup. Coming up, we have more basketball to talk about. We're going to talk, um, um, probably talk of some big-time Division I basketball tomorrow. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night on our show. Uh, we will be talking about some of these games. Think about this now. Purdue uh, and their matchup with Penn State. Boilers need to bounce back. A little tough loss earlier in the week. Hoosiers bounced back tonight uh, with a picked up a good win over Minnesota. We'll also talk tomorrow night. Uh, I, I'm intrigued by the uh, uh, pretty Fort Wayne Robert Morris matchup in the Horizon League. Uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne's good. They're playing great basketball. Seton Hall at Butler tomorrow. Oakland will be at IUPUI tomorrow at 2 o'clock start. Greg Raikstra and I will have that game on ESPN+. Plus. So um, that'll be fun. It's always fun to get in there and watch some basketball. Ball State at Toledo. Belmont at Indiana State. Sycamores continue to play awfully, awfully well. Missouri State will be at the U of E. University of Evansville, 7 o'clock start tomorrow night. Florida State and Notre Dame. Uh, Love the small college games tomorrow. I really do. Uh, Marion at St. Francis. That's a great matchup. Mount Vernon-Nazarene, indiana Wrestling. Best of the bunch might just be Grace at Bethel. What a tremendous matchup. Hiram will be at Wabash. So just to name a few. And um, Bluffton. Taking on the Panthers of Hanover College. So, we're going to try to talk about as many of those games as we can tomorrow night on the show, in addition to all the high school games we're going to talk about. School board update coming up soon with James Adams as we uh, get ready to spend more time talking about basketball. It's January in our state, the weather is getting bad because, you know, it's it's, it's Indiana and it's basketball season. So don't forget, join us tomorrow night. Uh, We will be spending time talking about all of these games. Plus, another reminder, pairing show a week from Sunday for the girls' tourney. Scoreboard update coming up with James Adams. This is Indiana Sports Talk.
1: Two games still ongoing right now, 7.56 in the fourth quarter, Utah up 115 to 93 over Toronto, and the Denver Nuggets, who the Pacers will play on Sunday at 3 p.m., 3.30, I should say, Denver is up 73 to 56 with 9 minutes and 11 seconds left in the third period. Boys High School basketball still a lot of scores to get through. McConaqua and Peruse 88 to 68 in favor of McConaqua. Park Heritage and Covington. Park Heritage wins 66 to 50. Pike Central and Heritage Hills 56-55 the final score in that one in favor of Pike Central. Princeton beats Gibson Southern 55 to 42. Richmond, they took on Muncie Central and got the victory 40-32, the final in that one. Springs Valley and West Washington, that game went to overtime. Springs Valley wins 60-58. Sullivan and West Vigo, 43-28 in favor of Sullivan's. Terre Haute North and Terre Haute South, they played each other 56-45 in favor of North. Tri West, they beat Lebanon 65-55. Let's take a quick look at girls' high school basketball as well. Blackford beat Mississ- Mississinewa 39 to 33. Attica, they played Riverton Park. Attica wins 47 to 24. Greenfield Central they beat Newcastle 65 to 33. Jay County beats Adams Central 56 to 29, and Woodlawn beats Bluffton 47 to 37. Send your scores to at ind sports talk. I'm James Adams for Network Indiana Sports
0: welcome back everyone i'm bob lovell this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network the number one team in 4a in our state is fisher's high school tonight they beat brownsburg 60 to 45 garrett weininger the head coach at fisher's joins me coach thanks so much for the call and congratulations on a great win
6: appreciate it thank you
0: how's that new baby
6: oh we're doing good it's uh Going from two to three is a big change. Everybody said one to two is the hardest. I disagree. Two to three has been a game changer.
0: (laughs) I tell you what, I've done this show a long, long time, as everybody knows. Uh, I've had uh, I've had people call me from hospitals. Yours was cool. I mean, I send you a text saying, hey, call me. And the cool thing about it is you're right there. You send me a picture of your wife and <laughs> your child from the hospital saying, you know, I'm a little bit busy right now. <laughs> and uh, I, I listen, I appreciate it. I think that was really, really cool. So c- congrats. Tell me about this win. This is a really good Brownsburg team. Your kids must have played awfully well tonight
6: yeah we started a little sluggish you know Brownsburg's tough Coach Lynch does a great job um, you know they, they mix up defenses some man some 2-2-1 two, two, back into 2-3 and just some different things that they do so uh, I thought early in the first half we kind of played slow just trying to figure out what they were in and then kind of settled down midway through the second quarter started playing better uh, Keenan Garner our, our big fellow had a really big game had I think 21 points on the night and kind of at the pace, and then you know we picked up our defense a little bit in the second and third quarters, and I was able to pull it out
0: well, you've seen a lot of different approaches to try to handle Keenan have you not, and so I mean you guys are used to, to making adjustments and having uh, having to be prepared to, for man and zone and combinations and everything I would think at this point.
6: Yeah, what makes him so tough to guard, you know, he's he's so strong, but he can handle the ball and he can pass and he can take you off the bounce. So he really is a mass uh, a matchup problem, you know, if a, if they're going to guard him with a big, he's pretty agile and it's hard for bigs to guard him off the bounce on the perimeter. And if they put a guard on him or a wing, you know, he he's so strong and he's skilled in the post. So uh, you know, most teams are doubling them some in the post. So, you know, we've had to, you know, he, but he's such a good passer, it's hard to double him. So just, you know, working on post cutting and split actions out of the post and what, what we're trying to do when we enter the post to him and him just repping out reads in practice and, and knowing, you know, based on where the doubles come, coming from what he's looking for out of it. And he's done a great job, you know, in the last two years, <clears throat> learning how to be more than just a scorer in the post, but really a point guard out of the post when they double and, and learn how to play in those spots.
0: So when were you able to get some separation in this ball
1: game?
6: Uh, they were up at the end of the first, and then the second quarter we kind of – I think we, we held them to three points or so in the second quarter, so it was really our defense picking up right. in the second quarter. And then uh, Tate Metzger hit a three at the end of the quarter, so I think we stretched it to 11 at halftime. It was really that kind of that late second quarter spurt that pulled, and then we, it kind of stayed right. in that 8-12 to 12 range the rest of the way and you know finished as a 15-point game.
0: Well, you get a chance to relax. You don't play tomorrow. Tonight, Fishers with a very impressive win, 60-45 to 45 over Brownsburg. Fishers ranked number one. Garrett Weininger, thank you for the call, Coach. I appreciate it very much, and best of luck next time out. Thanks,
6: Bob. Talk soon. Thank you.
0: Thank, thank you very much. Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine joins me. Hello, Kip.
2: Hi, Bob. Weather and – How are uh, you? T- yeah, so I'm, yeah. <laughs> Jackson Brown had a song running on empty and I think that's uh, <laughs> exemplifies my week um, but you know that's uh part of the life of uh, Hoosier basketball magazine when you cover right. the entire state um, but yeah kind of under the weather tonight uh, we had one person at uh, a game in Blackford in and Mississippi. and the weather kind of, um, Crown Point and Maryville, we had a guy that was lined up to go to that and <clears throat> a couple other places where it just didn't work out. But we got a full schedule tomorrow, Bob, so that's the good thing about high school basketball. The games just keep coming, right?
0: So That's the beauty of it. That's Yeah, Johnson, that's exactly Johnson right. Johnson How's the County magazine? Yeah,
2: right? Johnson me, County, me attorney? You know Johnson you County should... Tournament? Johnson County Tournament. Swing by, I'm by the, the house and Whiteland uh championship game tomorrow night right and uh Brownstown Central's making the trip to Carmel Dale Lawrence will be there and then uh Scott from down south Floyd Central versus Bedford North Lawrence but how about Providence boys at Jeffersonville that could be a really good game I know Providence uh, dropped their opening game to Brownstown Central but they've had a good season and then uh Munster at Meriville, so we'll be back uh, at it with a those are
0: good games. Full slate,
2: yeah. full slate tomorrow night, and uh, I'll uh, I'll give you a call. But yeah, I've been uh, just trying to survive the week of distribution. I got a uh, set <laughs> magazine magazines to Jackson, Michigan, so they can be out in the CVS, right. and Walgreens, and um, the one man band of Kip Westner is striving <laughs> along. I, I will tell you, I, I saw two outstanding games uh, this week on Tuesday. I was at the Marion County tournament. Right. Uh, Buff versus Ben Davis on Tuesday and boy I tell you Evan uh, Haywood had an outstanding first half in game he's really an outstanding player obviously going to Butler and then KJ Windham was was great as well two of those players are featured on the front cover of Hoosier Basketball Magazine and then the Lawrence Central-Lawrence North girls battle on uh, Thursday night we have uh, Lawrence Central ranked number one and they were able to hold on and uh, nip Lawrence North uh thursday night last night i guess it was so anyway um i appreciate being on with you and uh somebody oh hey this is the most important thing bob almost forgot Pace set of sports and Terre Haute, they have copies of the hoosier basketball magazine for purchase as does the hall of fame museum in newcastle right and and squeeze play at hamilton's uh town center in noblesville so if you're Perfect. in Hamilton County or Henry County or Vigo County and you want to get a magazine, those are places you can do it. Or, as you know, Bob, you can just call or text 317-925-8200. That's
0: that easy. The best magazine of its kind on the planet. Hoosier Basketball Magazine's Kip Wessner. Kip, thank you. Be safe on the highways, and thanks for the call. All right. Thank you, Scott McClellan joins me, the basketball coach at Noblesville. They are ranked number five in 4A. Scott McClellan joins me. As I mentioned, we're talking about the Millers and their win tonight, uh, Coach. Thanks so much for your call. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm trying to find. I'm I'm scrolling to find your score. I know that you won, and it's taking me a minute, but. Uh, Sixty-two fifty-nine win over Zionsville. So what a great win tonight, Coach! Great win well, tonight. Thanks
7: for having me. Um, yeah, you're uh, welcome. You know, Conference Road wins will take them. Uh, never easy. Um, no, and you JR, know, I, yeah, Jr's team is playing well right now too. Oh, they got two really good players. Uh, you know, the Mitchell kid, two juniors, uh, Snively kid, both are very, very good. Um, you know, but uh, we're down – we're up three at halftime and didn't feel like we played particularly well. We just, um, you know, and then played really well in the third quarter, I thought, and we're, we're able to get a nice lead. And then, unfortunately, uh, to their credit, uh, we lost our lead and they made some shots and made some things uh, difficult on us. And, um, you know, uh, it was – a you know, I'm sure as a fan's perspective, it was a great high school basketball game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't do it for a living. <laughs> That's why you think it's a good basketball game, oh, you know, guys. Like, you, know, you, you and, uh, and I both know. Uh, yikes, uh, we understand it. So I mean, you know what? It's a great game to play at this particular time because you know you're coming out of the holidays. Now you're back in in full swing. You're back in school. You got practice and all that. And you, you, we all know you grow from playing teams of that caliber. I, I love the fact that you guys play that game.
7: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously it's a conference game and it's a, a sexual yeah. opponent, and you know, but and that's why I told the guys afterwards. I said, you know, don't be disappointed about the conference road win. I said, let's let's keep things, you know, and, and I think the other thing is too is, you know, um, the, the last couple of games had come kind of easy. Um, and, and you know, I right. think this was good for us. You know, uh, I think I think when we get back to looking at film and stuff, of course we've got a double weekend, so we won't be able to do much with it tomorrow. But I mean, we we you know I think you kind of need those games to kind of put you back in check, right. and, and uh, uh, you know, certainly. Uh, you no, know, but
0: and hey, coach, I need you to hang on. Okay, hang on through this scoreboard there. Can you do that? Scoreboard Update coming up with James Adams. This is Indiana Sports Talk
1: scoreboard update of the evening. We'll dive right into boys' high school basketball. Washington and Boonville. Boonville falls by the score of 44-41. Westfield, they beat Hamilton Southeastern 42-27. Wood Memorial, they beat Washington Catholic 81-24. Adams Central and Jay County 50-35 the final in favor of Adams Central, while Heritage beats Bluffton 37-35. Maryland Deaf, they played Indiana Deaf. Maryland wins 57-38. And Delta, they played Westell. Delta gets the 72-38 victory. Yorktown against Wapahani. Yorktown wins 55-41. Castle against Springfield, southeast of Illinois. Castle wins 68-49. And I- Evansville Harrison versus Indianapolis Ritter. 76-37, the final, in favor of Evansville-Harrison. Whiteland and Greenwood-Christian, 63-47, Whiteland. Center Grove beats Greenwood, 81-48, the final. Lawrence North against North Central Indianapolis, 73-53, in favor of Lawrence North. Franklin Central beats Warren Central, 55-49. Pleasant View-Christian beats Seven Oaks. Girls High School Basketball, one last look. New Pal beats Pendleton Heights, 52-48. Northfield falls to North Miami, 57-41. Alexandria, they beat Elwood, 66-11. Riverton Park falls to Attica, 47-24. Blackford beats Mississinua, 39-33. And Cascade, they beat Cloverdale, 62-30. I'm James Adams for Network Indiana Sports. Coach, take us home.
0: Thanks a lot, James. Thank you very much. Thanks also to Kai Talley, the pride of Salem. Tremendous job by both of you tonight. Let's revisit our conversation with Scott McClellan from Noblesville, Noblesville number 5 and 4A. And on the boys' side tonight, they have a 62-59 win over at Zionsville coach you're talking about uh, the win and where you are and talking with your team about hey it's a conference win it's not easy to come by uh, and I think the manner in which you did it was uh, also impressive you know it's a one possession ball game and so this is an important
7: win for you for a lot of reasons yeah it is and I you know I think it's a game you can really grow from and learn a lot from and you know uh, you know I think it was something that you know the last couple have been maybe uh, easy or, you know, so it, it was maybe good to get brought back to earth, so to speak. Right. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, I think this week's kind of tough. I think finals week is always tough. Uh, oh, yeah. And then I I think the first week back is, is always tough. Um, you know, I know a lot of guys would tell you that Christmas break's tough, but my thing with Christmas break is that they start to get in the routine because they're like, okay, all we got to practice from – 10 to 12 or 9 to 11 and you know whereas now it's like oh we're back to class we're back to you know after school and right so, you know right i just think both those weeks are always tough uh for kids and coaches all
0: right tell me again who plays well for you tonight in this big win
7: well i mean uh we had three in double figures so that's encouraging senior hunter Walson and had an unofficial eighteen points. Uh, Justin Curry, who uh, just got offered tonight by Indiana State, had fifteen, and and senior guard Aaron Fine had fourteen. And um, we had three other kids score, so that's encouraging. And and uh, you know, I think we've done a good job here in the last four or five ball games of really sharing the basketball and making each other better. Um, uh, and I thought we did a really nice job of that in the third quarter. I'm not so sure we did that very well in the first quarter tonight no uh-huh. but uh certainly did in the third quarter. I think we had um five or six kids different kids score in the third quarter, so that that was uh you know that's a good that's a positive sign
0: yeah, it absolutely is so. I'm looking at your schedule here uh, it doesn't get any easier you got you got a big weekend you got uh Connorsville coming up tomorrow and then westfield franklin central h s e um just to name a few so it continues you you play a very demanding schedule and I think your guys know that and I think that to this point have responded and responded well
7: yeah i mean i you know um <laughs> It's never easy, you know, and, uh, you know, with our conference and our sectional, it's probably magnified even more. But, you know, uh, certainly uh, got Connorsville coming tomorrow, and I know they're struggling a little bit, but Coach McCullough uh, will be making his return to Noblesville. uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that, Mm -hmm. you know, if we weather cooperates, there'll be a lot of people there that, uh, Will be there to support him, and you know he's obviously a Hall of Famer. And uh, sure. I know that they're struggling, but uh, you know, so we've got them tomorrow night, and then we've got a really, really good Westfield team Wednesday in a makeup game, and and, uh, and then you know Franklin Central, uh, you know, here they are; they're playing for the Marion County Championship tomorrow night. So uh, yeah, it's uh, thanks for ruining the rest of my night, Coach. <laughs> but uh you know yeah i mean it is what it is it's just um but really good teams but uh yeah we're doing okay and i i'm hoping we can learn a lot from tonight and uh learn a lot for the second half of the season going into the tournament i'm sure you can
0: noblesville 62 59 winners over zionsville noblesville number five and four a scott mcclellan thanks so much good luck tomorrow give my best to coach mccullough
7: Will do. Thanks, Bob. Thanks right. for having me. Thanks so Bye. much.
0: That's a great matchup. That's a uh, that's a good basketball team right there. We got a lot uh, a lot of basketball to talk about tomorrow night. Don't forget to join us. We have some final thoughts and uh, a final break coming up uh, as we wind up a very busy uh, basketball night. Friday night weather starting to roll in, so Hoosiers, be prepared for anything. <laughs> welcome back everybody I'm Bob Lovell this is Indiana sports talk it's brought to you by Indiana donor Network all right tomorrow night on the show we're going to be talking about college basketball uh, we'll also try to squeeze in a conversation about the uh, the uh, Pacers tonight they lose no, excuse me they beat Atlanta 126 108 on the road trip right now they'll be in Denver for their next matchup. College basketball tomorrow. I do want to congratulate IU for their very important and very uh, necessary win uh, tonight over Minnesota. Uh, that was seventy four sixty two 74-62 win by the Hoosiers. Back in the friendly confines of Assembly Hall, great crowd, very energetic crowd. Kids are back in school. Everybody's on campus, and so uh, that was great for them. Uh, also, looking at tomorrow, Seton Hall will be at Butler. Uh, Oakland will be at IUPUI at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Greg Rakestraw and I will have that game on ESPN+. Plus. Um, Ball State at Toledo tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Belmont will be at uh, the Holman Center. In Indiana State tomorrow at 2. Missouri State at the University of Evansville Ford Center at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Florida State and Notre Dame, two fifteen start on that one. Uh, in the NAIA tomorrow, Spring Arbor will be at Huntington. This is in the Crossroads League. Marion will be at St. Francis, Taylor at Goshen, Mount Vernon Nazarene at Indiana Westland. Grace at Bethel, Hiram at Wabash. Those are Division three games. Also in Division three, Bluffton at Hanover, F- Franklin College at Defiance, um, if you get a chance, I know the weather's changing, but mean, when you get, when you get a chance, go out and watch and you want to see some great basketball up close and personal, go watch some uh, small college basketball. You, you'll you be amazed. And you're seeing kids that we've talked about on our show for uh, quite a while. It's kind of fun. A lot of these kids, you know, you got nationally ranked teams, um, up and down the line. So in, especially in the NAI, so on the men and women's side. It's kind of amazing what our small colleges uh, are able to accomplish. Um, So get out, watch some ball, and have some fun. Uh, I do want to remind everyone, the pairing show for the girls is coming up uh, on um, Sunday, the 21st of this month. That's a week from um, this Sunday, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock. We are live from the IHSAA headquarters and um it's always fun and trust me when I tell you it uh, as many years as I've done it it is still uh, still a whole lot of fun uh, I uh, I appreciate every year when the phone co- phone call comes and I'm able to um, able to do it uh, and it's um, it's always fun I appreciate it appreciate it very much uh, Greg Regstraw and I as I mentioned will be Doing that live from the uh, IHSA headquarters. We never take it for granted. My thanks again to Kai Talley and to James Adams. Thanks to our great stations around the state that bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.